There were two more murders 15 miles away. Arrived, we found the telephone we have a, and electricity lines described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Most of the time when we read up on these cases and these murderers, we are able to see a long criminal history that leads up to their big crime. It's not often that you hear about someone who has kept their nose clean for their whole lives simply snapping. On September 10, 2001, a rampage killer took his life and ended his reign of terror. A man who, up until he took his first victim, was a man with no criminal history. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On September 8, 2001, Ina Susu and Marsha Jackson, a single mother, were at work at a city maintenance yard. The two worked for Burns International Security when a fellow employee and ex-boyfriend of Nina's named Joseph Ferguson approached both women and shot them. Joseph Ferguson, who had just killed two women, did not stop there. He then went to a city-run marina and shot another employee of the security company, George Bernardino, and a 19-year-old John Glimston. All four of these victims were unarmed and riddled with gunshot wounds. When police arrived at the crime scene, they found AK-47 rounds, shotgun rounds, 9mm handgun shells, a handgun at the park, and an assault weapon at the marina. They knew that the man that they were dealing with was very dangerous and heavily armed. But Ferguson was not done. He then went to the Sacramento Zoo where he handcuffed a former co-worker to a tree. She was lucky though because Ferguson thought she was a nice person and simply fled in her car. It was after this attack that the police searched Joseph Ferguson's home where he had been living with his father and brother. There they found even more weapons, including two shotguns, two assault rifles, two revolvers, a ballistics helmet, a flak jacket, and a gas mask. Alongside of those weapons was an assortment of white supremacist paraphernalia. Burns International Security officials, realizing these attacks were targeting their employees, evacuated its workers from their homes and took them to safe houses. Everyone, that is, except a Burns supervisor. Ferguson entered his home where he filmed a video suicide note. He told how he had taken four victims and how, quote, this should be good enough to last about a week on the news. He then said it was time to feed the media and went on to kill the supervisor, Nikolay Popovich. At 11.30 p.m. on September 9th, after disappearing for a day, a highway patrolman spotted Ferguson. This triggered a 40-minute high-speed chase through the suburban Sacramento. Ferguson shot more than 200 rounds at the officers before crashing his car into a light pole. That is when, on September 10, 2001, Joseph Ferguson committed suicide as police surrounded his crashed car. So, why did he do it? Well, first he had his heart broken by Nina Susu. Then, as an irrational reaction to the breakup, he decided to vandalize her car, which got him suspended from his job at Burns International Security, where the couple worked. After his suspension, he made numerous violent threats. Officials notified the FBI, but after a check into his squeaky clean criminal history, nothing was done. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. 
Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on September 11th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.